in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from. This is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a podcast that knows you don't walk on an open grate in a downtown area. Hi, Georgie. Want a balloon? They float. We all float down here. And when you're down here, you'll float too! I don't care how many times I hear that. That shit still scares me. Hey, Greg, want a balloon? Don't don't personalize it, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> no, but over when we're when we're saying we don't walk over the grates, fuck no. You've seen me. I'll and both of us. We will go around the grates. I tempted fate one night by walking on it, and I thought maybe because I was with you, I would be okay. But even in the back of my mind, I oh, saw fuck no, dude. I saw the chud down there. Mm, yeah, chuds, Pennywise, Gators, big ass tentacles. Anything that can and will get you. It's going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. Right. Well, as you heard, my name is Greg. I'm Genius McGee. And before we get started, let me remind you that we are part of the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. And not only can you listen to our show in the back episodes, but we've got some brother and sister podcasts out there like Boom Howdy and Control-Alt-Delete. And if going to a website like that isn't your thing, you can always search for us on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And when we download our latest episode, it'll go directly to you. Yeah. So we do a number of segments on this uh, this little podcast we have here in Nightmare Junkhead. We try. And one of these uh, segments that we have is a little thing we call Seen Unseen, where one of us is basically admitting to the other that we're not as cool as they thought we were. <laughs> you know, the horror credibility isn't quite like what it is, where in this case, Genius has seen a particular film, and he's going to talk about it, I'm going to react to it. And we're going to see what happens from there. So, Genius, take us away. Okay, this movie is a very polarizing movie for the people who've seen it. Either they love it and they think it's great, or they think it's like kind of rubbish. But so you I, haven't really heard any middle ground with it? No, not really. I personally love this movie. It was part of the um, the very unfortunately short-lived After Dark Film Festival when they would have, it was called Eight Films to Die For. Every year for about like maybe three years, they would show eight horror movies and like underground horror movies or anything like that and then they would show it in a big movie theater and different ones all over the country so i saw this at the legends down over in uh, kck in kck yeah yeah so i saw i i was like 30 bucks for the whole all eight movie pass that's not bad Went to see all of them and i did that for all three years and um one of the movies it was recently on netflix it's now not anymore but i went and bought it um, it's called Mulberry Street. Mulberry Street. Mulberry. A Street. very innocuous sounding title. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the Billy Joel song. Oh, don't go change. It. I know it's a different Bill Mint story. <laughs> That's okay, but uh, um, so basically, the the synopsis sounds kind of stupid on paper, but um, what happens is, uh, this was this was made and it's set during the time right when um, New York was going through that change after nine eleven where it started becoming more family-friendly. Giuliani kind of made the changes, trying to clean it up a little bit more. Right, right. and it was coming home like Disney, and everything was being like... Uh, it was being sanitized. Sanitized, basically. So the gist of it is they're building this brand new um, and this brand new housing development, and I think it's either Hell's Kitchen, Brooklyn, or Queens somewhere, but it's like right in the middle of like where the ghetto where shit's Dirty going down. New York right, City. Dirty New York City, right in the middle of it. So they're building this brand new thing. And it's forcing all these rats from underground to go kind of out and about. Well, what happens is, it, as the rats go out, they start getting more vicious. And if they bite you, you have you. They carry this disease where you start to devolve into like a rat creature, like a were rat. 
Really? Basically. So, so does it have like similarities to the, um, like the Sumerian rat monkey from Dead Alive? No, or you, just they're just rats? they're just regular rats. They look kind of like weird, you yeah. know, like they don't look mutated. They just look like regular rats. So that's that's what makes it even scarier. But they bite you, and you start like your senses start going a little bit haywire. You start growing like hair, and then you get worse and worse and worse, and become like bloodthirsty. It then becomes almost like a zombie movie. Okay. Okay. It's, so. And that's the thing. There's, you know, you think about the pantheon of the the, the shit that's either beneath the sewers or just b- beneath the surface. The your alligator, your right. chud. Does yeah. it kind of fit within that realm? There, or it, that none genre? of it. None of it's underneath the sewers. It's it just all, all it, above. It all takes place. The main focus is this like tenement, and uh, where like this apartment where everybody's kind of cramped in, and then shit starts going down. So is it so it kind of a play on like the projects or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like. Because basically they're like, we don't know what's, the whole city doesn't know what's going on. And like, it's only happening in like the ghettos where they're trying to clean up and then finally it starts spreading. But they focus instead of, then basically New York has to be quarantined because it just becomes overwritten with these vicious rat people. Rat people. Rat people. Okay, I'm I'm in at this point. <laughs> when you say something like, where rat, rat people, yeah. that's it. That and hits a spot. They just they it's like a the swarm it's like a zombie apocalypse because they're fast moving they will they'll swarm on you and just rip you to shreds and what, eat what, you what year was this made in um even just approximate 2004 okay 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 so i guess i'm trying to think of just in terms of that whole fast zombie thing where they're, they're zombies or not but just basically the not romero right. zombies or ghouls yeah kind of fits within, within that mm-hmm. that that range because they're not zombie because they don't die they're tra- they transform and they're you you slowly see the people transform i mean there's this one scene where this this chick, she's trying to hide her, her disease, and she's at this bar, and she's making out with this dude in the in the, in the back room. And next thing you know, she snaps and rips off his throat. <laughs> and the, it's all practical effects. You can tell okay, you can tell better. it's a low budget movie. I mean, you really can, but the acting and the directing, and just like the weird scope of it, makes up for it. So it basically elevates what could have been what could have been some bullshit, right? You know, because they were like, "I'm gonna make a weird rat movie," but it, it really. <laughs> It's really, really, really good. I mean, it's it's definitely a drama. There's no humor in it. There's no, like... It's not played for laughs at all, no. so it's very straightforward. Yeah, and there's all these different people, and then you wind up caring for these people um, who live in this tenement, and also one of them is a soldier coming back from Iraq, and she she's hot. She's oh, hot she- as shit, dude. <laughs> and, but she's flawed because she's got this wicked-ass burn scar thing that she always tries to hide in her face. So that kind of gives it a kind of a character depth sure and she doesn't want and she's going home to her father who now lives with um just uh, their friends um with this drag queen and because because yeah why not not, right right and so and then there's like an elderly there's like an elderly couple um there's like a lady with her son um and there's all these people in this tenement. So you're setting up the ca- now is it like a cast of characters or is it like fodder for the canon? No, it's it's cast of characters. Okay, you, okay. I mean, you you there's not a lot of people. There's there's fodder people, of course, but there's not a, the the main characters that live in this tenement. You really care about them because like they're basically people. They're, they they they're us. Yeah, the, you can identify, you can relate with them, and then they're thrust upon this, and they don't show like mass genocide in the city it's all implied it is tv and some of it's kind of shaky cam but it's shaky cam enough 
where you can see what's going on and there's payoff and there's not like, oh, it's the Blair Witch in the wood. You know, it's none of that. It serves its own purpose, basically. Right. They had limitations. So they're like, okay, our effects aren't going to be great when we have to do a lot of it. So let's kind of shake it up a little bit. Right. It's not like, you know, so it's well made. It's well written. You care about these people. And it's there's a lot of gore and violence. Is there? I mean, there's there's a definite sense of dread because. They don't just bust down the door; they scratch the door as you would they with chew the door. Oh, that's creepy. They're, man. They, that's... They, they're coming in through the furnaces. They're coming through the vents. These people are are trying to squeeze themselves into like crawl spaces to get you. They're not stupid. They're they're rat people. They're rat mentality. <laughs> and it shit hits the fan. It starts off like it's maybe an hour and a half movie. First, like, I don't know, half hour, it's all, like, set up with, like, hints and things sure, there. Sure, sure. But then they talk about, like, you know, I can't find my daughter. Where's my daughter at? She was wearing these shoes. I can't think. Next thing you know, you see just the shoes in a big pile of trash with, like, rats nibbling on her. So it's it's not afraid to go there. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, if, if any movie that has the balls to kill children. Yeah. Elderly. Right. Or the disabled. No, and one of them is in a wheelchair. Really? Yes. It, it's Ooh. so crazy. Okay, okay the, that's... the elderly get killed, the disabled get killed, the children get killed. Because in 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 reality, in an apocalypse, oh, no matter that's... whether it's zombie, rat, anything, they're the first to go. They are, unfortunately. I mean, they really are. Let's face it. I'm fat, and I'm the first to go. If anybody can outrun me, they're going to survive. You know? It's not a matter of, yeah, well, it's ultimately just a matter of, you know, if you can, it's not if you can't outrun everyone else. You can run, outrun. Yeah. I'm just hoping they're slow, they're, so we, un- they're slow zombies if the zombie apocalypse happens, because I can, like, sprint for a little bit. I might have to stop and, like, <laughs> catch my breath, but then, like, okay, gotta go again, you know, so. The charge recharge a little right, bit. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, no, this is a, and it looks dirty. Does it? It's a dirty Has that looking, grimy kind of feel. Very grimy. And it's like the movie's set in like a filter where it looks not like, you know, in a world of dirty bikers. And you know, it's, it's not ground grindhouse style. It's just like, it looks like it could have been made late 70s. Now, and that has a very particular feel. And I always, in terms of thinking about like 70s films of that era, in terms of Dirty New York, I always think of not necessarily horrific, but Scorsese. Right. And it's, the way that's shot. And it, showed, it shows Dirty New York. Does it? Oh, yeah. Dirty New York is scary New York. I, lo- I love Dirty New York. I yeah. went to New York and I walked around. And I'm not, I wasn't looking for Dirty New York, but like right outside of Times Square, I'm like, this is awesome. But then I kind of went a little bit further out. And oh, like, and I'm like, now this is New York. Were you kind of exploring is, the alleyways? Yeah, yeah, I was. Dude, I was. You, you know what happens in those movies, man. Yeah. You were just begging. I was, I was tempting fate, dude. You were. I, just, that's, yeah. I don't know if that's brave, stupid, daring. Maybe a little column A, column B, you yeah, know? Yeah, no. Oh, my God. But, no. So, I, just in terms of, like, the dirtiness of it. Now, I want to ask, you mentioned it was very practical in terms of the effects. Uh-huh. What about the transformation? Did they become rat-like? Or no. Or was it just... It was, there was one guy, the one, the super, right? He's the mm-hmm. first one in the tenement that gets bit, and he's the kind of guy that you see being transformed. First of all, he starts looking ill. Um, then he starts not feeling good, and he gets feverish. And the next thing you know, he's like, like a tooth falls out. And the oh. next thing you know, he feels like a little sharp tooth. And then he can like, looks. He looks around. And he's like, he can smell stuff. Like some of the like, the like little senses start like lightning. One of the ladies is coming down. He goes, "Is that a new perfume?" And she goes. I'm not wearing perfume. He goes, you smell different. 
Like I can, I could smell you all the way up there. You know, he's like his senses are starting to heighten. Certainly, and that and, that's kind of creepy just in general. Yeah, man. and he starts eating like raw meat. You know, he's just looking for things to eat and chew, and then little hairs start growing out of his ears, and they don't turn to full on like right. They, they just become like this de-evolved creature are they truly de-evolved if you know they get the heightened senses and everything well, you, you know, know maybe it's maybe they're just maybe the line between us and animals is blurred oh absolutely man i don't you know. know yeah i mean we can we we throw perfume on and we call it an improvement when really right. you know we're just masking yeah. the shit that it is yeah exactly you know, so oh so it's and a lot of people hated it because they right were, now that's i'm curious because i again with the, with this particular segment you know we're introducing films that we want the other person to see mm-hmm. and i value your opinion as a yeah. horror aficionado so i'm curious and it, it's kind of surprising that you are bringing forth a movie that so many people it's divided so many people right. why is why are people divided do you think people were expecting like zombies because it has a very zombie feel, very uh, post-apocalyptic. I mean, not apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic, but like shit's starting to right, go down. Right, you right. Know? Now the the virus is spreading. Um, so people were thinking of zombies, and then I'm like, rat people, that's stupid. You know, I'm like, not in dirty New York. No, not absolutely. In, not in dirty New York. Because, you know, if we had like a rat panic here in Kansas City, there'd be some parts of town that would be affected. Absolutely. But some parts would be fine. No, they'd be fine. New York? everywhere's rats every fucking where and so that's what made it more creepy because they were talking about like there's attacks on subways now um people are missing i mean and they even start showing like that it's already starting to happen because they show the obligatory um missing dog oh yeah missing cat a missing kid missing boy and it starts getting building it escalates and i like the movies that will do that that are actually because let's face it you know if you've got a pet that's probably one of the worst things i can imagine is losing one of my you know one of my cats or my dog to some shit like that yeah because then it becomes personal and then you become right. invested you know i and let's i'll tell the listeners out there you know my wife and i we don't have children we're not going to have children our animals are our children let me tell you some shit happens to them man i got some kids somewhere i don't know you oh, no. really really <laughs> man just... you're that guy no i'm just... No. I ain't got kids that I know that of. I know of. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's L I V I N. But <laughs> that's so bad. But you you mentioned though again that dirty that no, it's dirty. There it is looks, something to be yeah. said about that aesthetic because yeah. it does make it feel great. I mean, thinking about um like it's not necessarily dirty, but like street trash that right. that film that I I don't want to say like maybe eighty seven or when that came out, but that's a dirty film. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily depicting like New York, but anything. And these are the, the movies like that are the reason why as a child I was scared to death to go downtown Kansas City. Really, I just assumed the downtown that it Kansas was City class in Newcomb High was oh, just yeah. waiting for you. There were roving gangs, <laughs> you know, that are all Diedrich, themed. Come out and play. Seriously, but between that and the mutants that existed, right. I would have been fucked going down yeah. there. And so when I even remember when we'd go down to like little convention centers for my dad was always big on boat shows. Uh-huh. I was so afraid when we'd drive into the downtown area and I would just basically try to scamper yeah. from the truck to the, the convention center because I was afraid of what would happen. And again, we talked about it. The greats. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no I don't. I Yeah. I don't That's, know what. It, maybe it was uh, Chud. It 
you know chud was definitely one of those because uh, Penny, pennywise but i think what, it, what got me was the chud the the preview where it just had the lady with the dog in the hand and i'm like fuck i knew it i know there's shit down there because like in the middle of the night you see the smoke coming out of the things and you like there's a fucking bunch of troglodyte homeless people down in the basement oh. waiting for or waiting down in the sewers waiting to come and eat you and they're just waiting for that one person that's foolish enough to come close absolutely right and yeah i don't know if i was trying to be brave for you that night or something i mean like yeah look at me man i'm genius and Check then it uh, out. yeah and i was like you know what and i think i remember say fuck you dude and i kind of like walked around i'm like go for it that's all you and your wife's like don't be a pussy i'm like whatever i'm gonna be alive you know you're gonna be a widow and i'm gonna be alive <laughs> and i don't know why i think i was tempting fate or what it was, but i am one of those people that normally no will. i yeah same here dude just and oh. i know in my heart of hearts nothing's gonna happen but right. being raised on these movies like like yeah. mulberry street chud alligator fuck you yeah know? dude alligator good god that was always another one that freaked me yeah because it's, it's, it's in the sewers and you hear that it's true it was an urban legend right and that's well you think about rats uh back way back in the day they carried the bubonic plague the black yeah. death i mean they rats were the carrier of that and yeah. so when you you actually apply that to modern sensibilities whether it's a virus or what have you i still think that is terrifying yeah because it's something that's technically has happened absolutely there's a precedent for it mm-hmm. and that's scary you know what what if what if the Uh-oh. bubonic plague was actually the rat people it was actually yeah they yeah. were a- i mean and they just like we can't explain it we're not going to say witchcraft no, we're just going to say yeah. people died we can just you know? yeah we can just say it was a plague and oh that would be now there there's yeah. a movie right there's there man right there oh that's frightening yeah. and he who survives writes the history and if you know they don't right. want to necessarily say the monsters are true mm-hmm. but Ooh. Yeah, no, yeah. See, this is a good. So it is film. one that should be sought out. Then. Yeah, I saw it at Walmart, and I, I think it's like in the five dollar bin. Is it? Uh, and that's the thing. Anymore, you can find DVDs. It's fucking and gems. It, now, is it? Is it? Is it one of? Is it one of those that's on its own, or is it within a? Uh, like well, a there's there's a pack. There's the After Dark the pack. After dark. There's like After Dark, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh, two thousand seven packs with all eight films. Um, and the thing about those, like out of those eight, like two are fantastic. Two are absolute horseshit. <laughs> Two are pretty damn good, and the rest are like okay, cool. Because I do actually, I I've, now that I think about it, uh, going by like places like Vintage Stock when I'm looking for DVDs, I think I've seen those packs. Yeah, and but it, you can buy it on your own. Yeah, and it just comes in the it says after dark standalone. Yeah, but there's it's called Mulberry Street. Okay, and then the tagline is the neighborhood is changing. That's that's nice and subtle. Yeah. I like that. That yeah. actually, well, then, you know, I will definitely check it out, and uh, not necessarily do a podcast in terms of a follow up, but that is the essence of this particular segment right. is to make. And also for our listeners, this is one of those that most of the time we've seen a lot of movies, so it's very rare where. Maybe I haven't seen it, you haven't seen it, or the rare case, you know, when we do the I've seen that segment where yeah. we neither of us seen it. So this is one of those chances for us to educate yeah. the other, you know, the, the the host, the other co-host, the host, what have you, mm-hmm. and the listeners out there. Yeah. So I think But like people who are raised on zombie movies now, yeah, they're well, not gonna they're not gonna like it. I mean because they're expecting a little bit more. And there's a really weird divide when it comes right. to that the the people that have grown up with the the um the Zack Snyder, Snyder's zombies the, the Danny Boyle zombies yes. well well now that's, that's a whole nother podcast let's just say this the Boyle um infected the infected right. the, the 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 virus right. yeah versus the the traditional Romero the ghouls the, the actual Walking Dead yes yeah but no this is a, this is a it's more it's a virus movie because it's a virus it's transforming people but it's also like almost apocalyptic zombie ish because they're people 
mm-hmm. that are being transformed. And you mentioned, you said there were maybe even some new segments that are talking about the impending, yeah. what's happening. That's actually one of my favorite things in the original Romero films is when you, you get the new segments yeah. where the little talking heads. I don't know what it was and why I liked it so much. It adds credibility. Right. It adds like, oh shit, they're talking about it on the news. Because you know? let's face it, when the shit does go down, our eyes are glued to the TV. Right. We are victims. We are slaves to that, you know, mm-hmm. because they, we are relying on them to tell us what to do, God forbid. Right. And then there's Fox News. Obama <laughs> caused this play. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's what you, you find out there. And, well, that's what's scary, though, is because what happens when... What what would happen if that actually did occur? Right, if shit hit the fan. Like, and especially in that kind of vein, whether you know, not necessarily zombie, but that kind of an infection where it's people are yeah. going, like the crazies. Yeah. Oh, there we go. You know the yeah. I'm going to Cabela's. You're. I'm going to contingency plan. I'm going to Cabela's. I'm going to board up the windows, and I'll be like. Can you dig it? Join me. You know, I think ultimately we, we you know, we talked about that in the um, the Turbo Kid podcast in right. terms of, you know, the, the contingency, contingency plan, plan. Yeah. which, you know, it's not a bad thing to have, you know, just in just case. Just in case rat people come. And the rat people. But see, and I think that's when you say, well, you say rat people or were rats, that instantly turns people off. Well, it's because it's a weird combination, you know. Yeah. Well, it's something new. It's, some, it's something. Do you think that maybe was That might was? be. I mean, because people like see ghost movies, haunted house they movies. They like the familiar. Right. This is, I've never heard of rat people before this. I mean, really. And there's there's some really good rat horror films that are out there. Yeah, like but Miller, not, Food of the Gods. Yeah, Food like of the Gods, that. yes. I love those movies. Those the big are giant monster movies. And some of the, and th- those are good dirty films too. Yeah, but this know? is like, like I said, it's, it looks like it's filmed in like a dirty lens. I mean, it's just like. Like it doesn't look grindhousey. It mm-hmm. looks more like they weren't going for that aesthetic. No, but, but they're going for out. kind of like a weathered, like maybe like Death Wish one. Oh man, Death Wish two. You know how it has that gritty. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know, like VHSy type kind of just grit and grime to it. It just makes New York look. It, it makes everything look dirtier, which I think works because you are talking about a filthy fucking creature. Yeah. You know. No, no one likes. Well, I can't say that. Fuck you know? them, that's dude. A- I hate rat. That's one of my big phobias. Is like rodents and shit, dude. Okay, I hate mice. I hate mice in my house or anywhere because, like, I hate rats. And mice to me are baby rats. Um, bats are flying rats in my eyes, and possums are giant. They're rats. giant rats. So fuck them. All. Fuck them, dude. Also, all of them, dude. possums, man, they've got their little fingers and shit, yes. and they will <gasps> hiss at you. And they'll bite you and like be mean. And I give call you the, the big z- one bitey. <laughs> ah, raccoons. But uh, <laughs> I said I'm a white damn vegetable. But um. <laughs> there's there's something to be said though for just a, the, nature running amok yeah. you know because that's its own genre because it itself. never explains what the virus is there's okay. never any like it just leaves it it's blank. open for yeah, interpretation it's not a happy well, and, ending movie either. oh really so it's yeah. not it's very somber it's, and it's, just it's a, it's, a, it's a you just walk away being like man what the fuck did i just watch i mean in a good in a good way or a bad way. Right. I mean, it's polarizing. It really is. I mean, I showed this movie to other people, and they're like, "That movie fucking sucked." I'm like, "Dude, that movie rocked!" And then a couple of others are like, "Dude, the movie." They're like, "That movie was badass." I'm like, "I know, yeah." This is so, interesting because now I'm almost afraid. I'll that bring it, it next time, dude. I, yeah, well, I this own is it, so. that's, okay. Even better, even yeah. better, yeah. Because I I do want to see it now again based on your recommendation. So any of you are out there, you know, definitely hit us up at the boomhowdy uh, Look for us on the uh, Nightmare Junkhead. Uh, tell us what you think about this one because yeah. you know I want to know, know what other people's. 
like to find so, and it's interesting you 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 don't find the person that's like meh you know yeah. just that indifference it's just that you like it's it a, or you don't yeah it's a polarizing film that's i mean it, it really really is good and you know what it's five dollars yeah five dollar bin you can probably find it on amazon for cheaper and you might even be able to go to a, a used dvd store and right. find it for maybe even cheaper, even cheaper than, than that yeah so, so you're not necessarily losing out no and it's like if you don't like it just wasted two hours what else are you gonna do masturbate whatever you know what i'm saying just don't be doing it during the movie no, that no, could, then, then that's really weird well the, the, i don't some, know that one scene of the naked chick was kind of oh, so it even has the gratuitous boobies yeah it has a couple of booby shots okay so you know, it's shots. a horror film it you is. know it's almost expected yeah so you know but, it, but it's you got know, a great soundtrack too does it i mean the music just hits there's a uh, one song by the band called uh, it's an old obscure band called love don't know love uh-huh they um actually they, apparently jim morrison said love was like one of their influential bands oh so it's an him. older band as well yeah it's like older 60. and obscure yeah but it's a that's a really good soundtrack. so it's a soundtrack not a score no, no it's just their scores okay but it, it's, like, it's kind of yeah it's kind of like mixture. there's a mixture of music but it's it's um as you're on the edge of your seat like these fuckers are coming in my own door you know because you hear the scratching and the chewing and, and that's the that's the yeah. kind of shit that you will hear at home and god forbid you watch this movie and hear that is oh, yeah no, <laughs> that is no. the stuff that nightmares are made yeah, of it's man. a great movie i love it well that's a, it's a good it's a good uh good recommendation for seen unseen another segment we do here on nightmare junkhead so definitely go out there check it out when we come back we're actually going to do a little rotten reynolds recommendation we'll be back back and it's time for a rotten reynolds recommendation for you for those of you that aren't familiar with rotten reynolds shame on you i know blasphemy rotten reynolds is a nice call back to the days of the vhs covers the cover art and all the goodies that fall within it RottenReynolds.com, definitely a friend of the boom howdy network and the podcast so what we're going to do is we take a look at some of the many titles and i say that with parentheses because you don't get the movie inside the vhs case but you get the cover art and all the nostalgia that comes with it and even on the back a little synopsis of the movie and that's because that's exactly what you pulled from from back in the day which is why rotten reynolds rules yeah let's face it most definitely so we take a look at some of the variety of vhs covers they have and and recommend them and we are looking at at this case genius what are we looking at uh we're looking at the crazies ah yes and we're looking at basket case so we're looking at those are two 70s films Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about the grimy, the grimy, you know, the grimy New, New York. York and basket case, and then the, just the people going mm. ape shit of the crazies. Definitely two good connections with that. Yeah. And now you mentioned it off air just a second ago, but and I agree with you. I am one of those people. You are one of those people. I am. I like the remake better of crazies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I love Romero. I mean. But the remake just did way more. And I think there were some severe budget limitations on Romero's version because it's, you know, he and that's just it. He had the genesis of the idea. And Mm -hmm. basically, you know, they just kind of enhanced it with the remake. But without that genesis and the origin, we wouldn't have that remake. Exactly. Much credit to Romero. I mean, don't give us wrong. We're not not, saying, fuck (laughs) you, Romero, and everything you stand for. No, 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 no. But if you think about the original Crazies, it has a very iconic VHS cover because it's a guy in the 
suit mm-hmm. with a mask and yeah. you're like oh that is that shit is crazy man yeah. you know and that's one of those films i rem- i distinctly remember seeing seeing the pre but the new one had a really good very distinct i'm trying to remember that one i it's the guy it's just all you see is the bottom of guy's legs walking and he's mm-hmm. dragging a pitchfork and the pitchfork is just leaning in like blood that's right yeah. that is also that very is effective fucking badass dude Hmm, Casey Kenton, maybe that's another one that you should think about. Oh my goodness. And that's actually one of those films that I didn't see until the original Romero, not until probably within the last uh, 10 to 15 years. No, yeah, it's been, yeah, I didn't see when it first came out. And and I don't know if it was maybe because I was scared when I watched it, you know, because again, perusing the VHS, I used to do it all the time back in the day, a little mom and pop video store. Mm -hmm. And it, it was very intriguing, but I never had. And maybe it was I just didn't have the guts to watch it or just the well, interest. It's definitely level. creepy looking. I mean, the whole biohazard suit and this like nuts. And but like, there were certain ones ooh. though that I was I would have gravitated. I don't know why. It was just one of those I just didn't see it. Yeah. You know, I made my way through Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, right. but just for some reason didn't hit the crazies. But now when you watch it though, I mean, it's a and it's a very it's a Gonzo kind yeah, of it's, a it's batshit. Dude. It is. It's it is. Batshit. And I think that actually because of the reduced budget, because maybe even the time constraint lends to it being a little bit more batshit crazy right uh versus with the with the remake they had the time the money the money to tell the story yes. and to really tell like, it proper yeah that because that movie was a fucking wicked dude it really worked really yeah. and uh, timothy oliphant all of that fucking rules dude he's the he's, shit dude i mean he really he's, is he's like he before he was living in some movies i think it was in the girl next door stuff like that oh and, yeah which was which basically was, which kind was, of a risky I business liked, remake i liked that movie alicia cooper i'm telling you you need to watch happy endings it's really? not on anymore it only ran for three seasons but she's in it really and it's one of the funniest sitcoms i've ever seen it's she, naked? she does not get naked yeah. but she plays a great ditzy character that's kind of smarter than you think and mm-hmm. it's it, it's well worth your time cool. it's well worth your time but anyway that the movie was great girl next door and tim the Olafan is in it and he's like he's like i think now nowadays he's getting like some of the credit he deserves Justified, you know right but deadwood but back in the crazy time, like the time of crazy, he crazies, was still an unknown. Yeah, and, and he fucking ruled he in does. that movie, that's, dude. And that's that's a movie that's interesting just because it, it we, you know, you talk about the the, the threat of virus and what mm-hmm. they do, the the lockdown, the uh, quarantine of uh, of a town that plays it straight, right? And which kind of freaky because and just your neighbors going nuts. And they went nuts. And they do truly go nuts, yeah. man. There's that scene when they have everyone locked up and the one crazy gets free and is just hacking yeah. at people, man. That shit. That and that's an intense movie. That's mm-hmm. uh, and it's definitely, I think, well worth a revisit because I don't think it did it didn't all that do well. as good as it should have. Right, and I don't know if that was be- if it was just bad word of mouth. I, I don't think people knew. I think, see, the bad thing with a lot of horror movies nowadays, especially when they're like big, they go under the radar if they're good. If they're bullshit, they here's the thing. <laughs> I, I come I come to this like epiphany epiphany. If a mo- if a studio is like this movie you need to see it's scary you'll love it it's boo and then every ten minutes in the commercial and you're like okay cool I'll see it you go see it it's bullshit the movies are like hey this movie's out it looks pretty cool if you want to check it out eh you know you go in there's fuck it's fucking gold it's when you get those little surprises yeah and you're rewarded for going out beyond what just the 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 movie theater and the big companies are saying you need to see right whether it's an oculus it's a ouija board oh, this watered down pg-13 horror fuck that, yeah you know, that's a whole other pot because i i don't want we are time limit right. so i don't want to go on a tirade but mm. yeah well and then so we go from the 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 virus to the gritty grimy new york in basket, basket case, case which oh my god 
God. Now that was a cover that was also very subtle but very, very creepy. creepy. Just like that little weird deformed like looking out of the thing. Just the top yeah. of him, man. And just the tip. Just the <laughs> you know, Belial goes more than the tip, man. <laughs> he does, and he goes. It gets worse as the sequels come. Have you? Uh, I think it was. I, I always, as a young man, I always confused Basket Case and It's Alive for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. Because it's the weird little things that yeah. kill people. And Basket Case, it, I love Belial himself is just a great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 exactly yeah. it, man. He is just basically he's the you know the once conjoined twin of his brother, and like he a just, weird tumor. He is a weird tumor with eyes, teeth, and a little like little a little tongue and a little, little like little freak hand. He has the little like, little, little claw. Yeah. Who's that character that uh, Kristen Wiig plays on SNL that has that really? And weird... I'm Denise or something like that. And I stepped on a worm, and then I picked it up, and I put it in the sewer, in, and then I picked it up again, and put it in a sandwich, and I ate the sandwich. Is that bad? You know, it's like <laughs> it's so it's so wonderful because yeah. it plays on that man. Yeah, and it's it's one of those I I don't know if I, I'd be curious to see someone that hasn't seen that movie and watched it now if it would freak them out because it is kind of comical when you look at it because but the sequels get worse, do they? They get so they get so far. Removed or just well, it's still Belial, but then like I think it's either three, two, or three, where Belial finds another weird like conjoined twin. Which, which one where they're at the island is, or am I thinking that's of alive. it's alive? Okay, thinking the okay. Island. okay, you're thinking of the island of it's alive. Okay, there we go. But um, I think like uh, so he he finds another like weird tumor thing. I'm just gonna call him a tumory thing. He is a tumory thing. He's a tumory thing. He's like use the reactor. <laughs> Quack. Quack. Quado list, <laughs> but anyway, so he <laughs> get your ostomars. But anyway, so he <laughs> but he finds that this another like weird, weird freak thing, and there's a sex scene. You're kidding between Belial and the weird freak thing. You're the kidding. Freak. They have and a then, sex scene. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of little baby Belials. Oh my god! And so then Belial's brother takes Belial and his weird freak prodigy to a home for freaks, and there's all these different weird freaks like um. A two-headed person, but one of the persons is like a dog's head, and the other. You say this is. A, I'm intrigued as shit with this now. Where I, you say it's not good though, but it's, it's dumb. I mean, it, it, it's, is it's, it not played well? Is it not done right? Because this sounds like I would it's enjoy cool. it. I mean, it's like if you're stoned and you just want to watch something with bat shit nuts. Now, would you? It's um, horror. I mean, because the freaks will end up killing people. Are you thinking along the lines of like maybe a ghoulies or critters just in terms of the, you know, the more movies they made, the less the, scary they became. And then more before. comical. Right. Yeah. Okay. In that kind of vein. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it becomes sound- goofy. I mean, the, the, the freaks wind up killing people. Of but course. There's they they all get on the bus and they're going to go to like they're going to go on a field trip. <laughs> OK. And they all start singing. They all start singing. Um, <laughs> they sing this song like. um I'm beautiful inside or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like the worst. Well, and you know I can't actually still I can't get over the the image or the mental image that I am thinking of the two of. tumors having sex. Yes, cuz all I can just just yeah, imagine Yeah, basically like, that's it. And someone's like, taking some dolls and yeah, just pushing like, them together. Yeah, it really is. This is basically cuz his puppy is like you know and then she's like you know, and the only way you can tell it it's more female because she's got longer eyelashes, dude. It's the weirdest shit, dude. You're like, what the fuck? There's like four of them. Oh my god. There's like four of them, dude. It gets so weird, dude. That's insane that 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 has a franchise. Yes. That that yeah, basket god, case. God damn has it! One. It is just 
nuts. That's there's something to be said though that the fact that that exists, it came out in the '80s, and that it it, it had a, had to have a fan base. Yeah. There were people that would go Let's and Let's see the further adventures of Belial. Belial. Right. And I, I won't lie, man. Whenever I meet anyone named Belial, I'm just like, yeah. oh. Same thing with me and Malachi. Oh. And if anybody anybody Malachi, especially if they're a ginger, oh dude, God, I'm like, forget about God it. God damn it. He wants you too, Malachi. He who walks behind the rose. And I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> that's so harsh that's so harsh well definitely then check out rotten rentals check out the covers for basket case and the crazies you won't regret it and then <laughs> if you like those check the movies out themselves right. you can't go wrong <laughs> with that so this is definitely another great episode of nightmare junkhead my name is greg i'm genius mcgee and we will see you in your dreams <laughs>